Welcome to the first ever podcast by Troy Psychology Clinic. My name is Xu Tong. And I'm Vivian, and we'll be your host for this podcast. Woo! Yay! <laughs> so, in commemoration of World Mental Health Day 2021, our topic for the podcast today is Navigating the World of Mental Health. World Mental Health Day is a great opportunity to raise awareness of mental health issues around the world and to mobilize efforts in support of mental health. Mm. Exactly. And I think it's also an opportunity for all the stakeholders to really stop and think that's right, uh, that's right. what more needs to be done to make mental health care a reality yep. for people worldwide. Mm. But do remember that day to day, we should also focus on our well-being and mental state. So, Shitong, what does mental health mean to you? Mm. To me, mental health includes our emotional, psychological and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel and act. It also determines how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. And I personally feel that mental health is important at every stage of life. I totally agree with you. And mental health is definitely crucial, mm. and it is just as important as our physical health. That's right, that's right. It is heartening to see that globally, I think people are becoming more open to, you know, the whole idea of mental health and mm. its effect on our well-being. And especially with COVID-19, I think it has really shown us the importance of taking care of our own mental health. Yeah. The pandemic has made communication harder and the lack of support really puts a strain on everybody. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so too. And oh, speaking of COVID-19, reminds me of a study conducted by the Institute of Mental Health, LMH, last year. 81% of the study participants who reported symptoms of anxiety or depression during the pandemic are willing to seek professional help for their mental health issues. During the pandemic, do you feel like you had issues with your own friend groups or your social circle. I think it's definitely very hard because right. especially during the circuit breaker because yeah. we weren't able to go out. I had to celebrate my birthday in the circuit breaker. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, so I mean and yet we still see Singaporeans being hesitant about coming forward to seek mental health services. Yes, that's definitely true. Actually, I also heard about this study. So I wanted to dig a little bit more into why Singaporeans are stopping or not seeking mental health services. So what do you find? So I realised that the main barriers included affordability, accessibility, and quality of SG's mental health care. Mm. So during a parliamentary, parliamentary... I can't pronounce these words, I'm so sorry, I'll try it again. Parliamentary consultation in 2020, initiated by former nominated member of parliament, Antia Ong. So one particular heartbreaking case that came to light was that a respondent reported having to staff just to afford therapy. Ah, serious? Yeah, staff, eh. I cannot even go one day without lunch. <laughs> So in addition, at least 66% of the respondents said that mental health care costs are too high in Singapore. Do you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. So apart from the high costs, the health ministry has also revealed that there were 248 psychiatrists and 473 psychologists practicing in Singapore. This translates to 4.4 psychiatrists and 8.3 psychologists per 100,000 people. That's like a very grossly dis disproportionate ratio. And also, I think another apparent issue is that for public hospitals, there's an extremely long waiting line. Mm. And according to statistics by MOH, the median waiting time for subsidized consultation is 27 days eh, to see a psychiatrist. And you also do the math for that? Yeah. You also do the math for Yeah, I went to do my research. <laughs> I got to do homework. Okay. 28 days to see a psychologist. And much more, we know that much more can be done to improve our mental health services in Singapore. But having open discussions with stakeholders can prove to be an appropriate avenue to voice our concerns in mental health services. That's right. So, encouraging conversations and discussions about mental health 
has increased awareness and attention to our mental state. However, I feel that the stigma associated with mental health is still present. Why do you say that? So, I noticed that even though we have become more open about having conversations on mental health challenges, such as generalized anxiety disorder and depression, those suffering from more uncommon disorders such as obsessive compulsive disorder mm. and bipolar disorder still face stigma. Yeah, I and think also in public, when you see people like acting differently from the norm, the word crazy also comes into mind very right. quickly. Yeah. <laughs> right? Glad that you actually brought up the fact that the more uncommon disorders uh, still face mental health stigma from you know the general public. It can be difficult from a third person point of view to fathom and understand why would like why would one feel the need to place items in a particular way or like wash their hands until their skins feel like peeling off. Yeah. And I know that to many people it can seem simply irrational. However, the struggles and the depths of pain and discomfort from those that suffer from any mental health disorder shouldn't be discredited. Definitely, definitely yeah. agree with you with that. And anyone suffering from any mental health disorders all deserve an equal voice and we can take the step forward and start empathizing so they can heal as well. So you know this systemic stigmatization of mental health and the lack of resources may be a barrier but that doesn't mean that there's nothing we can do on an individual level. The power of an individual like us, you and me, is greater than you think and the support that we can provide our friends and our loved ones who are going through a tough time is actually really more significant than you might think. Thank you for such a heartwarming speech, Vivian. You're so welcome. this actually brings us to our next segment, Hey, Are You Okay? So the actual meaning behind this title is that culturally, most Asians prefer to keep a strong front and won't express their actual emotions. So mm. we just look back to like our parents. You <laughs> I know? was about to say that. Yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like, they don't really... Tell you they love you. <laughs> <laughs> Not that, but they don't express their emotions to us mm. on a regular basis. Yeah. At least, I think I guess for both of us. La. Yeah. So, this title actually symbolizes the care and comfort that we can actually provide for others. Letting them, up, letting them open up to us and having a heartfelt conversation with our friends, family or significant others about mental health. Yeah, exactly. And I know that, you know, it may be very intimidating and scary to approach the topic. But uh, don't fret, we have prepared some no tips. Fret, no fret, no fret. No we fret. have prepared some tips on how to do so with all our listeners. So the first step in approaching anyone who might seem to be feeling down or you know just in a bad mental state is to listen and to understand. Sometimes when we are down, like the last thing we want to do is hear advice, right? Yeah. And so it's important that we listen empathetically Recognize their struggle and encourage them to continue talking. Mm. We can All we can do is listen carefully and attentively to see how they have coped so far and what resources that they are using. Yeah, I think sometimes even with the situation or whatever problem that they are facing, it's kind of can seem like a small issue. Yeah. But it's definitely important to listen and then see what they have to say. Sometimes yeah. we may jump to our own conclusions, but listening to people empathetically and understanding their struggles mm. can do a lot more than you believe. Yeah, right? and right. even though it's like a small issue to us, it may be a Huge big issue, issue to them. them. Exactly. Yeah. And also, we also can encourage them to seek help if necessary, of course. Let them know that it is perfectly okay to seek help. Sometimes, all they really need is a small push in the right direction. So, definitely, they may be afraid to seek counselling or therapy or they may not even know where to start. 
So you can offer to accompany them in booking an appointment and having someone else there can help to make them feel a lot less lonely and definitely more comfortable. Also. Yeah, I think the thing about seeking therapy, especially in the context of mental health, is that there's a lot of like barriers of entry. You know? mm. They always feel like it's very intimidating and they'll get like stigmatized yeah. because of the fact that you know they may be labeled because they are they have suffering from a certain mental disorder. Mm. But going then going there with them can actually help them to feel more relaxed, more comfortable in their own in their own situation. Mm. And then this will really help them to grow as a person as well as you know improve and take a step forward. And these are actually very important yeah. as, well, as well. I think this just goes to show how you know support is very important yeah. for those who are struggling from a really tough time. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, last but not least, we can provide recommendations to the person you are talking to if he or she feels comfortable enough. So maybe when they are finally ready to take advice, you can provide some of your good advice. (laughs) (laughs) Well thought out advice. Well thought out advice. So Singapore has organizations that provide different services such as Silver Ribbon, Chat and Over the Rainbow that host different kinds of workshops for different age groups. Yeah, I think this kind of these kinds of workshops are actually quite um, beneficial. Beneficial, helpful. helpful and they're very welcoming. Mm. So and you can search them online as well and all that information is there. So mm. if you feel like you have any friends that require any sub- any means of support but may or may not may not have the means to pay for therapy services. Or be ready. Or be ready yeah. yet, yeah. They can always uh, go down to these uh, different kind of organizations where they provide like some pro bono counseling mm. yeah, and workshops that can probably help them yeah, enhance their en- mental enhance health. Enhance yeah. yeah. So, like what you said, Vivian, so those are just some great ways we can get the conversation going with our peers, uh, mm. with our friends, family. You know, listen to them empathetically and just waiting for them to be ready. Mm. So, in my in my personal case, uh, listen to mm. this. Uh. Listening. Listen, listening. Mm. So, I had, a, I had a friend that shy away from contacting anyone because of her own personal struggles. Oh no. Right? So, mm. it, it, was quite, it was quite heartbreaking at that yeah, point of time because we we've been friends for so long but like, just one day she just went off the grid. Like, oh just, no. just, went dis- just like disappear, right? So, I, I felt like I needed to do something. So, even though I felt like I was intruding in her life mm. in, a, in a sense like I wanted to talk to her and to really get a sense of what's happening in her life mm. right so it turns out she was suffering from a lack of self-confidence due to her own struggles with her own body image okay. and I, I mean this is something that I think a lot of people face right yeah. and it's not something that is publicly talked about yeah, as well of course. right but what, what I did and what I think I did right was that I kept a very open mind and when I talked to her I never second-guessed her feelings mm. so I think it's very easy for us, yeah. for those that are not suffering from any kind of mental disorders to judge people based on what they are currently doing and their behaviours. Mm. But it's very important to know that their struggles are real yeah. and are worthy of your time. And, I think yeah. also as a friend, it's quite conflicting because you don't know if... Like you want to show your concern but you yeah. don't... You also don't want to feel like you are intruding into their personal life. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, so I think what you did like to approach the topic gently was actually a very good start. Okay. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the title of, of, of this segment is called Hey, Are You Okay? So just like what I, just like my previous story that I shared just now, you know, sometimes it can seem like, you know, your friends, family members, mm. they may seem okay, but 
maybe they're really not, and they're quite, they're like holding a lot of yeah. like they have like a lot, a lot of, of struggles, a lot of struggles, that, right? They are just not visible to us. Yeah, so it's very important that we can like provide reassurance mm. to like anybody's life, and like I think the impact of what we can do as a friend, as yeah. a family member, as a loved one, is so much bigger than what you actually expect. Yeah, mm. I agree. Okay, so. We have talked a lot about helping, help, helping, helping, help, 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 helping, helping others, helping. right? Okay, yeah. But I think the first step we really have to do, first step that we really have to do is to ensure that we have a healthy mindset of our own. Mm. So on this note, I do want to share some things that we can personally do to take a step back and calm our minds, and you know reduce whatever stresses we have that clouds our mental state. Very stress in life, ah. Uh. I have my stresses. You have your stresses? Don't you? I'm damn stressed that the recording guy in our studio just farted. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, continue on with what? Okay, okay. So, at the top of my list, we have uh, mindfulness. Yeah. And yeah, I know most of you are probably thinking, how useful can it be? What exactly it is? It sounds so like fluffed, right? What is it actually? You'll be pleasantly surprised, Mm? Tom. So, actually mindfulness... Uh, it can really impact us both physically and emotionally. You know, it allows us to really slow down and reflect deeply and more often than not, find those positive traits uh, about ourselves. Mm. So it helps us increase our self-awareness by increasing our own ability to examine our own thoughts, our feelings, which can end up improving our own self-esteem. So apart from that, mindfulness can also help to lower stress and you know manage your nerves and your anxiety most of the time okay so if I take a moment now mm. and do some mindful thinking right correct what do you have to do I have to sit back reflect be focused on my own conscious state and then find some things that I'm good at is it is that, is that, really, is that it I think there are a lot of um, different steps. ways yeah different yeah. steps and ways to go about doing it but okay. what I find the most useful mm. and the one that really slows me down is to just take a step and acknowledge all the thoughts and emotions that I have without judgment. I think okay. that's very important to do it without judgment mm. and simply just acknowledge that they exist. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then maybe you know after that if you wanna put some self-esteem mm. into practice, mm. yeah you can you know go ahead and practice some gratitude or find things that find positive traits about yourself that you like, yeah, so actually mindfulness really sounds like it can really help anybody, anywhere, anytime. Mm. You know, you just have to take a step back, take a breather yeah. and focus on things that really matter. I think it really will help. You know, you mm. can practice mindfulness while you are walking. Walking? Yeah. How? So, like... But when you just knock into people, if you never focus. So th- the point is to focus <laughs> on your surroundings. <laughs> okay, okay. Slow okay, down. okay. I thought you focus on me. And okay, okay. Yeah, you can also be mindful of the way your body feels, the mm. way your feet touch the ground and things mm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Sounds effective though. Can try at home later. You try? I try, I'll try. Mm. Yeah, so actually, apart from mindfulness, right, another thing we can do is breathing techniques. <sighs> okay. But everybody already do that. Yeah, I but... Mean, you do that every day. Yeah, yeah, okay. The thing is, we are always breathing subconsciously, right? But we've never focused on having deep breaths and like concentrated breaths. So there are actually very... There are different kinds of um, breathing techniques. Uh. So there's one technique called the abdominal breathing, mm-hmm. where we focus on the diaphragm. So by focusing on the diaphragm, right, we actually can 
you know, feel the air entering our lungs, feel the expansion. Mm. And then it, it allows us to like reduce our stress. And also by having like deep breaths, we also can lower our heart rate. So oh, yeah. if you are nervous or like anxious before like a big presentation or public speaking mm. or anywhere in general, you know, taking deep breaths lowers our heart rates, reduce our stress level. It just puts me at ease, man. I'm, I've been doing it so yeah. often. I think you can, like after doing some deep breathing techniques, you can really feel the difference physically mm. and like mentally. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think right, like mindfulness and deep breathing, right, you can do them together. Hand some, in hand, right? Right, hand in hand. Mm. So, you know, take a step back, reflect, at the same time, do deep breathing. Sounds like a perfect combi. Alright, so do you yeah. have any tips on how I can start on my deep breathing journey? Deep breathing journey. So I think online, there's a lot of different kinds of breathing techniques that anybody can try out. Mm. But the most simple one is, you can take a deep breath now and then count <laughs> 7 seconds. 7 seconds? Uh. Okay, let's all like take a break and do it together. Okay. Including I'll, those I'll, that are listening. I'll have my therapeutic voice and count down. Okay, okay take okay. a deep breath now. One. How do you feel now? More better. More better. More better. Great. Great. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. But all jokes aside, you know, I think the best way to keep our sanity in check is really simply to take a break. Yeah. I know it sounds very impractical. Like like, like that all, like everybody knows. Yeah, take a break everybody knows. Yeah. And it sounds very impractical for for us living in Singapore especially, like a very fast-paced lifestyle. It can be very exhausting. So sometimes all we all we really need to do is really to sit back on our sofa and tune out to your favorite show. Mm. So what what shows you enjoy? Now I'm watching Hometown Cha Cha Cha. <laughs> Best K drama of the year. Hands down. What it's been going on and on about it. <laughs> <laughs> so my one is Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen? Yeah. I like to when watch Connor Ramsey you, shout at people. Won't they put you in more angst? No, it's very relaxing to hear him shout <laughs> and yell at people, but not me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I think one of the ways you can do that is just simply take a break. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, being alone and reflecting can also help to enhance your state of mind and keeps you away from self-doubt. Mm. So, I, I think you've been listen to, listening to us talk for quite a while, right? So, it's just like, it, it, it's a bit... Yeah, are you tired? Are you tired? You need stretch. You don't need stretch. No need, right? Okay. Unless you are driving, ah, then don't, don't stretch. <laughs> don't stretch, ah, don't stretch, ah. Yeah. Also, right, if if you feel like lazing around at home, may not be the thing for you. You can always go exercise as well, lah. Oh, mm. Go for a jog. Go for a walk. Some people cannot jog, like me. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah, but you can go out and, you know, appreciate the scenery. Mm. You can do mindfulness. You can do breathing techniques. There's so many things that you can actually do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, always mix things up so that it doesn't become a routine if you find routine boring for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, Shi Tong, do you know that there are various hotlines that we can call if we, you know, after doing all of these mm. techniques to try to cope on our own and we still need extra emotional and psychological support? Yeah, I do, definitely. Hotlines such as the National Care Hotline, FAYUS Online Counseling Center, Touchline Counseling Center, and Samaritans of Singapore or Samaritans. Sorry, what? I think I cannot speak English properly. Samaritans <laughs> of Singapore. I'm so sorry, SOS. It was, it was, it was, it was it's not. Pardon him. Pardon, pardon him. Just, yeah. yeah, excuse me. Yeah. 
So actually, these are the various different hotlines that you can call. And apart from all these different hotlines, mm-hmm. uh, in ensuring mental health services are accessible and affordable, companies like NTUC have partnered with Mind Culture to provide pro bono counseling for their staff as well. What is pro bono? Pro bono is mian fei free 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 ching 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 ching. Okay. Yeah. So it's a very great staff benefit. It definitely is. It definitely <clears throat> is. So I do hope to see more companies implementing such benefits for their staff because it's really very useful, right? Mm. When your staff, you know, requires some form of help. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, what if it's a huge asset as well? You know, there's many different factors, but most importantly, as a company, you must recognize that your staff is the most important. Mm. Right. And also, if they are at a better mental, they have a better mental well-being. It's definitely better for their productivity as well. There are studies to show that, you know. Okay, okay. But <laughs> yeah. well, we care more about their health. Mental right. health, correct. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's definitely happening to see companies partner up to provide this kind of employee assistance program for their staff. Mm, definitely is. So, yeah. So, it's, it's really nice to know that, you know, there'll be people there whenever you need. Friends, family, hotlines. Singapore actually has quite an extensive mm. amount of different services, you know, for... Singaporeans Like yeah. us ah. Like us Yep mm. so, so time for a little plug in <laughs> Plug in So uh, We come from Not we come from uh, We are We, we from. are from Thrive Psychology Clinic And so What we do here Is that we provide A myriad of services For people of all ages Whether you are A parent with a Three year old Two year old kid That is having Challenging tantrums And breakdowns tantrums. Behavioural problems <laughs> Behavioural yeah. problems To You know A working adult that just requires extra emotional support. We have counseling to psychotherapy to hypnotherapy. We also do VR also actually. Oh yeah, we do virtual VR. reality therapy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we really do have different different kinds of therapy to allow people to find what is most suitable for them. Mm. And of course, our focus is to provide the most tailored form of therapy to our clients. Yeah. So you can check us out on our website at thrivepsychology.com.sg. Or you can just contact us at 6962-9753. Did I say that right? Say it again. 6962-9753. So, thank you guys for tuning in today. Thank you. So, we hope that we have provided you with a better understanding of the mental health scene in Singapore. And that this, and we hope that these useful tips we have provided can foster a more open and honest conversation about mental health. You know, yeah. between you, your loved ones, your family members as well. I think the most important is to take the first step, right? Yeah. To open that conversation. Mm. Yeah. And so, we are going to end here. So, we will end off with this quote. Just because no one can heal or do the inner work for you, it doesn't mean that you should or need to do it alone. <laughs> so, remember to take care of yourself and seek help when necessary. You are worth it. Till next time. Bye. Bye.